Welcome back to the Think Education podcast. Myself and Judith Lammy, uh, as always, chatting about, I don't know, things we've decided to talk about today, <laughs> I guess. Um, we are uh, in our ongoing podcast series that's very much linked to the book we are currently working on. Uh, we're going to try and talk a little bit today about culture. Um, Clearly, that makes sense. Where the two of us are from, broadly speaking, the same uh, culture, so we might as well <laughs> try and have a conversation on uh, on that. Um, I guess to what try and unpick some of our own experiences, um, uh, and I guess maybe also to think about when we use that word culture, which is such a huge. Um, I mean, everything, right? It's, it applies across the across kind of everything we do within academia and uh, and higher education. Um, so, trying to have a think about about that, and uh, I guess as we can link it to some of the conversations we've had with with other colleagues um, in the recent uh, couple of weeks and and, and months. Um, when you you know in your sort of um, I don't know why I said sort of in your leadership position, does that word culture have a different meaning to you? now than it would have done say for example if in one of our previous conversations when you're talking about japan like does that word culture what does that what is gets thrown around the boardroom what what does that what does that mean for you in your in your professional world at the moment it's a good question chris because um i think in some ways that it with this is really oversimplifying it i know but i i see the the culture question in sort of two different parts in my head. Okay. And maybe it's this left-hand brain side of part of it and a right-hand brain yeah. uh, part of it. Uh, so when I personally think of culture, I suppose I actually, it's most simplistic, think of other places and what kind of um, general cultural norms there might be in those other places that either I find interesting or slightly unsettling or um, fascinating mm. or, you know, so any of those sorts of things. And that, that maybe will take us on in, in a bit to, you know, the Japan conversation and lost in translation and all that sort of stuff. So I think there's that side of it when I think about culture. And I think when I personally think about it, that's what I think about more. Right. I think about the, the kind of different cultural settings that you get, culture that is associated with with language, with place, with food, with traditions, that kind of aspect of it. But the other part of my, my brain, which, you know, sees me at, um, on a university executive, is, is probably also focused on institutional yeah. culture. Those comments that are very often banded around universities as to, well, either we can't do that here because the culture of the place won't support it, mm-hmm. or we can do that here because culturally the institution is aligned exactly with that sort of agenda. And it's that kind of, um, that kind of way, I suppose, in some ways, you know, one seems to me quite inward-looking, the mm-hmm. institutional culture of one. And the other one seems to me outward-looking. Um, again, as I say, oversimplifying it. But I do, not not particularly associated with the, the, the university I'm with now, but just thinking of over the years of different universities I've worked with 
and the different comments often you would get, usually at times of change, when there's some form of a restructuring or created or college has been created or they're not, they've been disbanded and faculties have been created, you know, the kind of circular motion one sort of things. Very often then the word culture gets added around a lot, mm. you know, and, and people will be saying, well, that, but I'm not sure we've got the culture to it or, you know, usually it's to do with, with in my experience, not having a kind of culture that most people can't articulate what they want anyway <laughs> and what it is. It's quite an interesting position in which one finds oneself, you know. And so I guess because it is such a complex beast, um, there's been some really interesting things written about culture and culture in the classroom, for example, um, over, the, over the years where, you know, you can sometimes then you'll think, won't you, well... I think we all know that in a country you can't just have one single culture that everybody sort of aligns to. But then you almost think, well, maybe, but maybe you can in a university. But can you in a university? That implies that one lecture room is the same as the next. Mm-hmm. One, you know, it is. And so there's been some interesting work written about small cultures as well, or cultures within cultures. You know, and rather than it being a series of concentric circles, that it's almost something that shifts and changes. Yeah, yeah. You know, as as yeah. as you move on, and 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 so I suppose, particularly when I've been in places where they have been going undergoing some form of change for whatever reason, often that can be taking place for very positive reasons and very good reasons. You know, not all changes a challenge, and not all changes negative, and and um, not all restructures or changes at university are negative sometimes they're done for very positive reasons and to put you in you know um a more positive space or aligned with what's happening mm. at that particular time um but but the but the question of culture always comes up and never seems to be one that people can really pin down yeah. so if you say to somebody what does it actually mean to you then you know it'll mean very different things i think to to, to different people. So I still, and I suppose it's just because of the background I've gotten, and similar to you, Chris, you know, been in the international space forever and when it comes to my career, simply cannot help of thinking about it, looking outwards as opposed to looking looking inwards, you know. Um, and, and in some ways, I think that also can make them a, a more more positive way sometimes of looking at different aspects of culture not always of course and come on to that um shortly but but you know in general you might be looking at it in terms of well this is different i don't quite understand that but this is why this happens and and i can see how you know the cultural norms in that country or in that area um are like that whereas when you I suppose finally, when when I'm when people are talking about an institutional culture and what it's like, it's almost a, a conformity issue. Mm. You know, we've decided that an institution needs to have a culture that's like this. Yeah. And if it isn't like that, in some way that's wrong, and we want to try and get it to be like that. And how do we do that? Do we articulate what our values are? Do we? communicate and demonstrate certain behaviors and then try and try and discuss those across the institution more so that we all know what our cultures like you know it just seems to be 
more from that kind of perspective and, and then we can spiral into a bit of a discussion around that mm. and probably never really come out of that with any firm ideas either. I don't know whether it's the same or been the same in the institutions that you've been in, particularly because I guess you've been in, I mean, I guess the institutions I've been in have been within the UK. Yeah. Albeit, I would say that culturally there are very different ways of looking at things, even if you're in Wales or Scotland or Ireland or England. Yeah, um, that's been a... That's been an interesting topic of conversation, I guess, for most of my uh, international experience outside of the UK, um, but particularly when I was based in Malaysia, where, you know, you've got the branch campus model, which is trying to replicate the home campus model from a quality assurance perspective, uh, from a degree, et cetera, et cetera. And also to an extent from a cultural perspective um maybe not as explicitly but i always found that kind of an interesting area to think about because the name of the university is the same and the branding's the same and some of the buildings look the same and the degrees the same and you know the curricula etc but you know 95 or something percent of the people that work on the branch campus are not from the home campus and and in most cases certainly in the early years had never been to the home campus you know, anybody that's in the HR or administrative works for the joint venture company, which is a local Malaysian company. So how can the culture be the same? How how can it be, you know, when it's two completely different places with two completely different sets of people? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's underpinned by, you know, a philosophy or a strategy, etc. And of course, that, that gives some, I suppose, form of continuity. But, you know, when an international student went to a UK campus, they are going to a UK campus in the UK. There is, I assume, a certain set of expectations as to what that will be like, right or wrong. But it's, as you say, it's a massive diversity within the United Kingdom, but you are at a British university in Britain, right? So there's a kind of a, yeah. a set of parameters there. But when you're at a, in this case, a British university in another country, well, you know, there's a lot of literature in TNE asking students, well, who do you who do you associate with? Is it the country? Is it the branch? Is it the, you know? And that was always a very, very interesting um, aspect. And, uh, you know, we used to have lots of departments which were sort of over time became more predominantly of a single, singular culture. So Malaysian is very multicultural. It has, you know, uh, Indian, Malaysian, Chinese, Malaysian, and then Malay as the sort of the three uh, dominant ethnic groups within the country. And over time departments became more of one of those groups um, because the boss was of that ethnic group and the sort of it became just yeah. kind of a natural evolution and so you you had across the campus you had a multicultural but actually in departments you had almost a an ethnic cultural group and that started me thinking it's like well I mean in an academic department you know school to school office to office you've got massive difference in how things work even in a homogenous you know, university within a, a singular country, right? So it's it's a very interesting uh, area to think about. Um, and uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's the more the more that you're in our space, in our world, the more you think about this from an outward perspective, the more you think about those. And it, as you were talking, it reminded me of um, chapters that we wrote in the previous books when we were thinking about 
where a university draws its sense of identity from and that that sort of tension between yes. the I mean I think at one point we'd we'd played around using the word anchor you know and that sort of you know um connection to and how you've got a, a very strong cultural identity born out of a geographic location and then you export that somewhere else and you think I mean T&E used to be know about that type of well we're taking it and you should be lucky that we're bringing it to you and we're going to make you better and etc etc and obviously from our previous conversations you know that's that is very healthily shifting um to more balance but it is an interesting one and i think like like you said i think the word culture gets mixed up into you know oh that's not our culture like, well can you define what that that word means yeah. that's not the way we do things well i mean that's yeah, that's that's kind of part of what culture means, but it, that organisational thing gets mixed up as to, well, yeah, it's a very interesting. As you say, you, you come, you walk into it, and you never come out of the same place. It's a, it's kind of a labyrinth of um, conversation, yeah. right? And I suppose, therefore, then thinking about you know the different um, kind of TNE models that we've got, the kind of partnerships that people are setting up. You know, whether you're setting up new partnerships or you know, evaluating ones that you've had for some time yeah. or indeed even closing some partnerships down, you know, the, the, there's always a section in there, isn't it, or a part of that that is mentioned that just says culture, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and there will always be, you know, risks that are put into documents citing sort of cultural differences or cultural things that we were looking at yeah. uh, in, in association with X or, or Y. Without, as you say, you know, people really been able to define what that means. Um, and for those of you listening, if you think that Chris and I are going to, by the end of this podcast, have defined what it means, then yeah. you clearly haven't listened to one of these podcasts before, because we will get to the end of it and have far more questions than we had at the beginning. But this is just, you know, just a, just amusing on the subject, if you will. But it, I, I suppose thinking back then, though, Chris, to our own experiences, you know, I mean, I know, again, we've talked about this before, you know, when you talked about when you first went to Malaysia, when I first went to to Japan. Um, and those kind of cultural aspects of things that occur in mm. uh, different countries that are just different from your own or, you know, different responses you might have and and one thing that has always struck me though is how much being somewhere that is very different to your own to where you've been used to yet let's say I would yeah. say to your own country because depending on who you are and where you are you your own country could is just the country you happen to be in yeah, at, at that, that time. period of time yeah. you know you might have completely forgotten the one that you were born in um but it's and and so one thing that has also struck me is that, that, you know, the further away a country gets, the more there does seem to be that difference. But the more as well, you almost expect that. You can tolerate it. You can understand from it. Um, and you're almost expecting it. So you know the language is going to be different. You know the climate is going to be different. You know the food's going to be different because the climate is different. So different things grow in different places. Yeah. You know, the, you know that the traditions are going to be um, different and so because you're expecting that um, there's an element of you being quite you know excited about that and wondering what it's going to be like um, 
but you're also sort of waiting for, for that and, and expecting that there maybe are going to be some challenges. And maybe as well, one thing it does then make you reflect on is your own culture. What therefore is your own culture? Why are you reacting in a certain way to yeah. something that either somebody said or people have done or, and, or you know, all the way in things that things are written you know and um and and it makes you just look back uh, in terms of where you are at the moment and why you might be responding to things but equally i think you know sometimes there's um there can be an, an interesting sort of challenge that you might get in going to somewhere that is geographically very close so you almost sort of think that it's going to be very similar Uh, and of course in many ways it might be particularly if there's a a common language around the area I mean actually where you're living um, Chris in the UAE must be particularly interesting there you know when you've you know you've got Sharjah you've got Dubai you've got Abu Dhabi you know you've got all the places that and there's a there must be a commonality for it, but you must also be some quite interesting differences there. And I think it's the same actually when you when I think of being in in the UK, you know, as as somebody who's you know a lot of their family comes from Scotland, spent most of my time living in England, now work in in Wales. You know, everywhere's got its own. Yeah. different way of doing things and different approaches, different culture, often born, of course, out of history and, and tradition. There's a commonality there. But clearly as well, sometimes when you're very in very close proximity, that commonality is that you didn't like each other for quite a long time. Of it. <laughs> you spent quite a lot of time fighting. Yeah. I've certainly had that internal challenge when it comes to being, you know, of parentage that is both Scottish and English, um, given the amount of time they spent fighting each other so sometimes I think as well, we think that culture is going to get, this is completely the wrong word, I think you know what I'm going to get, or simpler or easier to either define or to manage or to understand the closer you get yeah. when when you really get down and, and get underneath the surface of it, it isn't that way at all. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and I was having quite literally the same thought as you started um, started talking about this. Uh, in many ways, life in Malaysia was quite jarring because I was in the same institution. Massively different geography, but I was in the same place, at least on the surface. And so there was a, a set of expectations that things would be the same. But of course, they were massively different because of just reality um and actually i i almost find it easier and we talked about this on previous podcasts where when i've been to i mean like you i've I've been very lucky to travel and and i i have some familiarity with several languages and can sort of get by in you know quite a few countries and i actually find it very in a strange way comforting to be in a country so for example like china where i used to do a little bit of work from malaysia where i can't read anything I can't understand anything and I am I am very much in a different place um, and therefore because you know you are in a different place you are the different one right there's yes. you know you're not you're not judging other people 
by how they're reacting to you, you are reacting to them because you are somewhere completely different. And that, that sort of level of expectation of, well, you're just not doing things the right way, you know, <laughs> quote unquote, um, it's like, well, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why they do that. Or I wonder how, you know, and because there's no kind of road into it because there's, there was a big language barrier. So you, you do sort of end up using your imagination and, and trying, to, trying to work these things out rather than, as you say, that proximity of just being, I really think things should be more similar. I, I, you know, clearly you're just not trying hard enough to do it my way. And you think, yes. well, that, that in itself is a very silly approach, but maybe it's a little bit more natural when we are, you know, physically or geographically closer. Um, and I think I, I, I agree with you. I think that the way we then think about ourselves um, and often the way we think about why, why do we actually do it that way, you know, I know we do that way because we've always done it that way, but I mean, is it, is it the right way? And is there maybe another way of thinking, you know, it's, it's quite liberating in that sense to be very much a stranger somewhere else, um, absent the tethers. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I certainly found, you know, as you, as you were talking, I was reflecting on, yeah, that's, I've actually absolutely lived that where, um, and coming here to the UAE was another kind of jolt because I'm in a British university you know, everything looks familiar, but it's in a completely different context again. And, and you know, the organizational culture is completely different. And the way people perceive of or, or think about information or, or, you know, it's all, it's kind of like looking at something on the diagonal. You're like, oh, I recognize that, but oh, wow, that's, you know. And, and to be honest, it takes a little while to adapt. Like it, it's still, t- you know, particularly when you're entrenched somewhere and you're working somewhere and you're not just visiting over a, you know, a couple of days or a week period. But when you're physically working in a place, it takes quite a while for your whatever it is, work ethic, approach, you know, peace of mind, whatever it is, you know, there are a lot of things where you, you, you're just having to adapt to the way things are, right? <clears throat> Which you must have had I when you've moved a, institution exactly to institution. Yeah. Actually as well, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, when you're just visiting somewhere, you're visiting somewhere for a short period of time in the certain knowledge that you're going to go back to where you've just come from. Mm. And so you can, you, you can, you can look, at, look at what's happening, you can reflect on the ideas and the customs of, of, of the country, you can experience the food, you can look at some of the social behaviour and think, that's interesting, not sure I understand that, but moving on. Um, sure in the knowledge that, you know, in a week's time or two weeks' time or even a month's time, you're going to get back on a plane or a boat yeah. uh, or in a car uh, or a train and go back home, home again or to where you're, you're used to being. Uh, and, and therefore... You're not because you don't have to adapt really in any way, or you're adapting, but it's for a very, very short space of time, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's almost like you're in this country, you're driving, you've got to drive on that side of the road. There's no point driving on the other side of the road; that won't last very long. <laughs> um, so, you know, just just do do what you need to do practically in order to be coping with where you are. Whereas where it does become, as you say, much more challenging for you just because you do absolutely have to change is when you're somewhere for a long period of time and in order to simply exist somewhere and be comfortable there because the whole place isn't going to change around you and you're going to have to adapt in some way you have to do that you and I suppose that's where you get the 
classic sort of stereotypical sort of culture shock comments that that you will get um and people saying well you know i just don't understand this but i've got to do this and and it can just be something that if if you were only there for a short period of time you might find fascinating and interesting but because it's something that's happening on a regular basis and you almost you can't step away from it i think that's when people find we all find it quite of a challenge you know there's been gosh there have been books written about it there have been movies about it probably the most famous one is is lost in translation and you know for those of us that certainly well for those of us that like bill murray and also spent a lot of time in japan it was mm -hmm. almost the perfect uh movie to to watch and there were things where you're and sometimes they they can seem i think those those kind of texts or movies are things as though they're being critical of the places that they've been located in. I don't think they are at all, actually. I think they're just showing what it can be like, you yeah. know, when you're when you're somewhere. And that, you know, if you're in a very healthy state, both mentally and physically, like with most things, you can cope with much more than you can if you're feeling a little bit more fragile. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, you probably have more of a... Um, a reaction to something that is yeah, very yeah. different to just what you've been what you've been used to. Yeah. Um, but as we've said, you know, it's much easier to understand and almost learn from things when you know you're only going to be there for, for a short period of time yeah. because you've got that comfort blanket yeah. back to, to, to where you've come from. But of course, as with all things, the longer that you do spend somewhere and if you can get past that point when you do find it very challenging pretty much every day you know because your body is going to as well your body's getting used to a different climate you know different ways ways of working different things that you're doing different work patterns it's bound to affect you isn't it and that therefore is going to affect how you feel about somewhere but if you can get through that uh, yeah you learn so much more yeah yeah i mean i think this brings us back to you know, some of the, the key themes that came out of um, our origin stories conversations, you know, which is resilience, right? It's, it's, um, and it's, it's adaptability. And I think it's the humility to know it's not, and this is where we get mixed up with the word culture. So it's perfectly normal and, you know, understandable that we, we own have our, we all have our own perspectives on the way things should be done you know, born out of our own traditions or, or background or training or professional life. You know, we have an understanding, I mean, even as an academic, you know, we have a particular way of, of thinking about research and problem solving because of our, of our training. Um, and we become more entrenched in that. And as we, we have more experience in it, um, it's like, well, no, this works and I can tell you why it works. And therefore, let's do it again, because I know it's going to work. And you move somewhere else and somebody has a different way of doing things. And that can be, you know, quite unsettling, as you say. Um, but particularly when you are in that dominant culture, organizational and culture culture um and as you, you're absolutely right you're not going to change it like it, it you know even if you're in charge you're not really going to change it you know the system's going to keep chugging along and uh, you can chip away at it and the system will outlive you i mean that's that's the way yeah. the way it works um i'm not sure i'm not sure about this whether we not we ever really understand it you know, when, the, when we move through cultures, I think we become, we become a lot more flexible and we become a lot more adaptable and we become a lot more accepting of natural differences in the way of doing things. But 
um, whether or not, I'm, I'm just, I don't know if this is a right or wrong statement, but I don't know if we, you know, we fully understand something that is so counter to, our, we can accept it, you know, we can certainly be at peace with it and, you know, we can work within it. But I mean, I've been, I've been working in places, you know, I've been in the UAE for getting on for eight years and I was in, in Southeast Asia for almost nine and even at the end of those two stints, there are still things that I'm like, I don't understand why it's done this way. I accept that it is, and I work within yeah. it because that's the system, but I fundamentally don't understand why it is done this way because it's so counter to everything I've ever been taught or trained to do. So I can see the result that works, you know, but I'm like, I don't understand why, why we would do option A instead of option B. And it's not that it's a, a judgment call about what's right or wrong because option A here works, so I'm okay to go with it. But yeah, it's, but I think, you know, as we talked about before, we, we just get more flexible, you know, and it's like, okay, I, I don't know the right answer, but I've got a bunch of ones we could try and let's see what you've got and let's see what I've got. And between the two of us, let's just, you know, find a way to get to where we need to go. Um, yeah, and try and, as you say, try to learn something along the way, right? And, and I guess as well, it's also about having your own red lines, isn't it? Yeah. You probably don't even know you've got them until somebody tries to make you cross it. Yeah. And then you go, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I suppose that also then is something that we think about when we're setting up when we're going overseas when we're setting up partnerships when we're looking at collaborations when we're looking at and i mean do we define it as culture possibly because as far as i can tell in most definitions of culture it involves everything yeah so it's actually yeah. quite hard to, if you said to, it's probably more easier to say what isn't culture yeah because if it is arts and beliefs and you know what the manners are, what the dress is like, what the language is like, what the food is like. We know if it's all of those things, then it's almost like find something that it isn't. Um, but I suppose what you do have to try and find, don't you? And therefore, then this is institutionally, but then also if you're going to live there personally, um, what what you are, and indeed what your partner is uh, willing to adapt to, and what you're not yeah yeah and if there are some things there for them and i suppose the really important thing therefore from this point of view is to be just honest and open and transparent about what that is yeah so rather than you know for, for whatever rather than presuming that people aren't going to be accepting of something don't presume that either because they may well be um but 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 be honest and open in what you can do. And of course, if there are things that you can flex and adapt from both sides, if it's a partnership from both aspects, then do that if you want it to work. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing it and you really, really actually do not want to do it, then at a certain point, it will not work. It yeah, will yeah. stop, yep. you know. And, and so I think just being... Developing that trust in a relationship, developing that, that you know, having that communication, working through through things might mean that you're willing to adapt to some things more than you otherwise might have been, you know, to begin with. Yeah. Um, but that there will be those red lines, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because people need some form of a boundary somewhere, um, yeah. and and usually in any transnational education sense as well 
and in the programs that you're delivering and the activities that are taking place, everybody has, has to flex. Everybody has to you know, push those boundaries out a little bit. And mostly that will mean that you'll end up with, you know, your Venn diagram and your circles are crossover and everything's okay. But sometimes you might not. Sometimes you end up with mutually exclusive circles on yeah. each way, way apart, in which case you just have to say, this isn't going to work and it's nobody's fault. It's nothing. It just is. There isn't a fit there. Yeah, and yeah. I think sometimes you just have to accept that and appreciate that. And as you've just said as well, you'll sometimes then go and you'll live somewhere or work somewhere. And it's very, very different to what you might have been used to. But actually, it's something that you can adapt quite easily to. And you might be able to adapt easily to it for a long, long time. Yeah. It might be one of the, you're never going to understand things fully, but it can be something where, yes, I, I can see why this happens. And I can do that. And I guess then the more that there is fluidity across the globe and more that we do work in different places and do different things, the more that we, and again, we've talked about this when it comes to identity, you know, you change things from within, don't you? Even if, yeah. even if you, even if they're tiny little changes that are taking place or, or maybe less about change, more about understanding, yeah. more about understanding and appreciating what is happening yeah. rather than feeling like you always have to change or you have to try and change something else. Sometimes it's enough just to understand why something's happening. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's, this has got a couple of interesting ramifications. I mean, to assume that entering into an international partnership is not going to include some element of, <laughs> of diversity or change is a little short-sighted. Um, but I think what it, it also yeah. plays now to the, the, um, strengths or the value of the non-traditional partner in the teeny sense so as in the non-australian or, or american or british for example yeah. because there shouldn't be an expectation that the you know previously junior partner must adapt to the senior partner because the senior part it's like no 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 there's value on both sides and let's see you know how we can build this and and as you say if your value system is not aligned and that's a problem well, then that's the end of that conversation, right? That's then don't, don't right. enter yes. into that partnership. It's, yeah. it's, uh, and if it is important, then you compromise mm -hmm. accordingly. And that's, that's also how things work. So, yeah, no, it's, I think it's an interesting, this sort of notion of culture, as you said at the beginning, runs across the university, runs across the, the department, runs across the individuals within the department, runs across, you know, kind of every single level. And, um, um, you know, if it's if we think about who we are and how we do things and why we do them, you know, it's it's a gives us a greater starting point at which to develop sustainable whatever the partnerships may be, right? Um, so no, I think it's a. I don't think we've got um, less understanding than when we started. I don't think we haven't solved it, but I think we've we've maybe held held the line. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think we've yes, yeah. For, for for you and I, when it comes to discussing something such as this, I think we've done reasonably well, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we should yeah. probably quit while we're ahead. Absolutely, um, and well. Um, I mean, it'd be nice to broaden this conversation to bring in other people to to give their perspectives, and uh, and so we can learn a bit more yes. about about the the bits that we've not even understood or, or uh, conceived of in this short conversation. So 
Yes. Um, anybody that's interested, you know, drop us a line and uh, we'd be more than happy to, to have a conversation and learn, learn a little Absolutely. bit more about this. What is culture? Please join us and tell us. Yeah, answers on, what is it? Answers on the back of a postcard. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And for those of you who are too young to know what postcards are, ask your parents or your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's associated with pens and things like that. You have to write. Yes. Uh, you have to write things down. You can't tap, tap, tap. Yeah. So, uh, so yes. it'd be what answers we in the comments. Talking to you further about. Yeah, that. answers in the comments <laughs> section for for the updated reality. <laughs> All right. Great. Thank you.